welcome to the Townie Brands Podcast. I'm here with Sancha. How are you guys doing? Good, Good man. Good. So uh, for the Townie Brands Podcast, I like to interview people from East Providence doing some interesting things in the community. Um, so Brady from East Providence, you're uh, part of the Slancha Band. Do you mind uh, just kind of giving a brief example of what, what you guys are about and what type of music you guys play? Sure. Yeah, we, uh, so we're an Irish folk band. We're, we're based out of Boston. All, all five of the original members uh, met at Boston College. Okay. And so we've been playing Irish folk for about five years now. Um, I'd say like the ratio is probably like 60% Irish music and the other 40% is like pop rock tunes just because we know that people don't want to hear the Irish folk all night so yeah. we try to bring a diverse lineup. Cool. So then John, how did you guys get involved, you and Brady, to form the band? Uh, Brady was actually the latecomer to the okay. band out of, out of the original five. Um, I met a couple people through the Boston College Irish Society okay. and BC was actually offering free tin whistle and fiddle uh, lessons on campus. Uh, so my brother and I signed up for it on a whim. Said, uh, I'll take the fiddle, he takes yeah. the tin whistle, and then started jamming. Um, and then we recruited, or we had a, a real Irish friend actually from Ireland. Oh, uh, wow. Pat O'Donovan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. his name? Uh, Pat O'Donovan. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Pat, <laughs> Pat Finbar O'Donovan. Yeah, I'm going to so, get real. So you didn't know the fiddle prior to, play, you, you learned it and then started the band? Yep. Okay. And then Brady, what instrument do you play for the band? I play the guitar, or the acoustic guitar, and I sing. And I've been playing the acoustic guitar since I was maybe nine years old. Nine years so old. it's been, I've been playing it for a long time. And you play a couple other instruments within the band, John? Uh, I stick to fiddle for the most part. Um, I mess around with the mandolin, banjo, and the bazooki a little bit on okay. the side, but uh, uh, on stage it's all fiddle. Awesome. So what's an example of an Irish folk song that you guys would play? A good Irish folk song. I know when I've, I've gone to a couple of the concerts, and um, I know a lot of people, because you're playing at mostly Irish uh, Irish bars or something, Yeah. and the people know the songs. I, I don't know the songs. People are chanting. I mean, it's like you really have to participate if you're going to go to one of your gigs. You sure. Know? Yeah. I think that's probably something that I probably love most about what we do and why we're, I think people seem to like us is because it's a participatory you yeah. know, experience. Uh, there's like a relationship between you and the crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, one good song example I'd say would be Wild Rover. Um, I feel like everybody, every Irish person knows that song. That's, and they're that's just really like the Irish folk song. Yeah. yeah. It's the one that everyone knows. Yeah. And, and, and there's a great card part to it. So. There's, you know, every, some people know the words, there's like some classic along with it at a certain time. So people, uh, people actually do the claps pretty well, frankly. Yeah. So. And I'm, and I'm Irish too, so I feel bad that I don't actually know these songs because everybody really in it. You're a quarter Irish, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. O, o Leonardo? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'll or do. Or Mick Leonardo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are some of the venues you, you play in? I know you play in Providence and Boston. What are some of the cooler pubs or venues you guys have performed in? Yeah, you take um, in Boston, I think kind of the most unique one we do right now is a Boston Harbor Cruise. Okay. They call it the Celtic Cruise. Uh, it's a 90-minute harbor tour with an Irish band on board. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's, a, it's, um, it, it's called Classic Harbor Line Boston, mm -hmm. and we run these twice a month. It's a lot of fun. It's a unique venue to play, and the crowd seems to really enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty unique. Yeah, that's awesome. And now, Brady, you're also down in New York now, so you guys kind of have uh, playing in two areas right now, right? Right. So I recently moved to New York. So very recently, Slancha became a, a two-fold operation. We have Slancha North, which is uh, Boston and Providence under John. Uh, and I'm part of Slancha South uh, uh, in New York City. So... Uh, you know, John handles gigs in Providence, like McBride's Pub on the east side, mm -hmm. or he'll handle other Boston gigs like uh, Green Dragon Tavern and Faneuil Hall. 
Uh, and now, you know, I'm starting to break into the New York City scene. So we have a once a week uh, at an Irish pub in Midtown. And then we have uh, a couple gigs lined up as well in uh, Yonkers, which is a borough just, well, it's not a borough, but it's a, a, a city just north of New York that um, has a very big Irish immigrant section to it. Okay. So now, when you first started the band, right, how difficult is it finding gigs? I feel like a lot of people start bands, and it's difficult to, to kind of get stage time anywhere. And then you have a pretty pretty niche-type music. So was that easier? Was that to your advantage? Or was it difficult to get gigs and to consistently be able to play your, your music? A little bit of both. It's, um, it, it's hard to get off the ground, but once you get your first couple gigs mm -hmm. uh, and you start being able to show a bar, you know, I, I play at these Irish bars, like, okay, yeah. like, you must know what you're doing, okay. we'll, we'll bring you in. And then from there, because because it's kind of a niche, there aren't a ton of bands doing it. Okay. Um, so there's, you know the venues that you're targeting, that's, mm -hmm. that's the easiest part. Yeah. I mean, I would say that actually because we're a niche, uh, I mean, every Irish pub always needs background music. Okay. So we're busy, you know, we're not selling out the garden or anything, <laughs> but I mean, Irish pubs always need that background music. So even though we're a niche act, we do, you know, our schedule seems to be, you know, more gigs than we usually know what to do with, so. Okay, cool. So now you guys work in addition to playing in the bands, right? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're working stuff just yeah. like everyone else. No, this, yeah. is, this, this is our hobby. Yeah, this is our hobby. With this isn't uh, we don't do it for the money. So <laughs> for, for now, a guy can dream. Yeah. No, yeah. So then, take me through a, a typical St. Patrick's uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend or something. What's what, what are you guys uh, are you doing? Are you playing twenty four seven there? Not far from that. <laughs> um, I think this St. Patrick's Day it's it's on a Saturday this year. Okay. Um, Wow. So it's, it's one of the good years. When we first started, I think it was on a Tuesday night or something, right. so it's a little little less uh, raucous. But I think we're starting at 10 a.m. in downtown Boston, okay. playing there till 6 p.m., and then going to a brewery to play another two or three hour show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then we're back for seven or eight hours at that same pub the next day. Wow. So, um, <laughs> And the whole week leading up to St. No, not yeah, just St. Patrick's Day weekend is great because we're mm -hmm. playing. Usually we're playing two gigs a day. Yeah. But then leading up the whole St. Patrick's week, um, you know, there's some little one-off shows maybe on like a Tuesday or Wednesday night, and I th we actually love these gigs. We get, we play at nursing homes a lot. Okay. Um, you have like these morning nursing home gigs, and it's those like old Irish people that know they they know the words better yeah. than some of the younger crowds do. So we honestly do like love playing for those shows as well. Uh, that's great. Yeah, and they're easy. It's you know it's an hour on a Tuesday morning. And, yeah. And, so. And, and yeah. You can go on to the next one. So uh, how often are you guys playing? Or is it weekly? Every weekend or? Pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Um, we're sitting. On, Slancha North, at least, where we're looking at anywhere from six to eight gigs a month. Wow. So okay. a, lot of, a lot of weekends we'll be playing twice. Yeah. Um, uh, mostly at different venues. Okay. And how long is, it, are, how long is your set usually? Uh, three hours is about normal. Three hours. So uh, uh, eight to 11 on a Friday night or something. And like how many songs does three hours come out? Like 50, or, like 50 or 60 songs wow. usually okay. in one night. Well, so uh, how long did it take for you guys to build up that... Uh, I mean, you didn't obviously didn't start with 50 or 60, right? Did you guys just kind of learn a couple of them and just keep growing? Well, so you can't really book a gig as an Irish band until you can play a, a three-hour set. Wow. Because right? it's, it's not like uh, like, 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 a, like a rock band playing a club or something. Mm -hmm. you know, they might bring you in for a 45-minute set for an opener or something. Okay. You know? um, when you're first starting, right away they want you to play for three hours and, and carry the night. So yeah. we worked for probably... 
seven or eight months just just building yeah. out, you know meeting weekly just building out our, our library so we could um mm -hmm. so we could fill a, a three-hour night and that was before we even talked to a bar it's like you know mm -hmm. we, we got to get our product to yeah. a point where people will buy it yeah oh that's great and so then it gets easier as well because when you have a feel for the people who you play with mm -hmm. adding a song when you first start a band adding a song might take two weeks when you like you know to, to yeah, get, really get it right um, now that we've known each other for so long, adding a song takes a day. You know, if we want to really want to commit to one, it's, it's usually pretty quick. Okay. So, um, do do you take suggestions from the audience as well, or do, does any Irish folk come up to you and say, "Oh, you have to play this one"? Are you are you missing any classics, or you have them all covered by now? So someone asks for at every show, someone requests a song that we don't know, which I guess shows the wow. wealth of Irish music that yeah. you know they know. Uh, so, but anytime somebody requests a song, we, yeah, we always do it, if we know it, okay. obviously, we always do it. Um, usually, uh, Galway Girl is asked roughly six times a night, and we have to play it six times a night, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if they're going to put, you know, some tip in the jar, so. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want, so. Yeah, so that, that's the most requested song I was going to ask, uh, what the most popular one Probably is. Probably that one, I mean, what else would you say? Say Galway Girl, Wild Rover, we'll usually yeah, do, we'll usually okay. do that twice a night, which right. sounds such a classic. Yeah. Um. And then wagon wheel. Yeah. Yeah, country, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, country's big. Yeah. So outside of Slancha, what other types of music do you guys enjoy playing? Uh, I play a little bit of bluegrass. Okay. Um, nothing on 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 stage or anything. All right. But I'll um yeah, I'll, I'll hear a bluegrass tune and, and it's a totally different fiddle style. So mm -hmm. I feel like it, it makes me better if I can play um, a little bit differently. Okay. Uh, I was I played a lot of uh, blues and rock music before I started to launch. I did a lot of uh, blues bands in high school, so I, I don't know something of maybe blues and Irish people are both prone to depression in some way. Yeah. I don't know, but this, maybe that's why uh, I can flow between those two genres so easily. So. Yeah. And now, how long did it take you to learn the fiddle? I'm still learning. <laughs> it's intimidating. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough instrument, especially to come to kind of kind of late in life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I picked it up in 2012 and you know, got, it, got it to a point where I felt okay playing it on stage and, yeah. um, and really the best way to, to get better is just to play different stuff with, with different yeah. people and different styles and it, it kind of comes. Mm -hmm. so it's, a, it's a lifelong project. And then do either of you, well who are your musical inspirations I guess, who kind of got you into music in general and then did you have any, any inspirations to get into the Irish scene? Uh, so getting into the Irish scene, I don't think there'd be a slancha if there weren't a band called Jug a Punch. They're from Clinton, Massachusetts. It's my grandfather's band. Wow. They, uh, they they played there. Um, they played this pub called the Old Timer, uh, once a month for forty years or something. So okay. um, so I grew up listening to that, and my brother did too, and that's kind of why we picked up the Irish instruments. Okay. And then it all kind of came from there. Yeah. And how about you, Brady? Any any musical inspirations to get you into music? So I don't, my family always says we don't know where I got the <laughs> talent. No, because no one else in the family plays yeah, an instrument, yeah. so it wasn't as if I picked it up from somebody or anything. Um, but you know, really like the the blues and rock music growing up. Um, but I mean, you know, both John and I we come from Irish families, so we, we no one in my family played Irish music, but I knew what the songs were. You know, you grow, you you know you grow up listening to them, or you you know your your mom singing it to you as a lullaby or something. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, musical influences, I mean, I think John could, I can safely say that John and I are both pretty big uh, Traffic Murphys fans. Okay, I yeah. mean, I know we fulfill a stereotype in that way, but I mean, <laughs> Boston yeah. Irish band, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's our destiny. It's our, it's our <laughs> destiny. <laughs> don't, don't fight it. I, I love those guys. Yeah. So now with the, how many different pieces are in the band? Because now you play the fiddle and then you're playing the guitar and singing mm -hmm. Brady. What other instruments does it take to have a, an Irish folk band? Um, 
so every gig, at, there's at least uh, a lead singer and guitar player, mm -hmm. and I and, and a fiddle player. I go to pretty much every gig, and then we've got four other full-time band members. Uh, my brother plays the tin whistle and harmonica. Uh, Mike plays bass guitar and does vocals, and then Pat O'Donovan plays mandolin, tenor banjo, accordion, a little bit of boron, can't play, sings. Can't play the guitar. And he'll pick up guitar if Brady oh, yeah. wants to go electric once in a while. Right. <laughs> and then um, our our newest full-time member, uh, Steve, on electric guitar. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but usually there'll be three of us at a, at okay. a given gig, so it's kind of a kind of a different sound every time. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, it's a different sound every time. You get a different show every time. I like to mm -hmm. think, and especially because you know we're in the, the little pubs, so you can't always have room for all six of us. Mm -hmm. um, it's very rare that we get all six yeah. of us in the same room. But usually for big weekends like St. Patrick's Day, we get all you know the whole, the whole band comes comes together. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because I've, I've been to your shows and like we, we touched upon this earlier, but just the whole community participation I find is just something so much more unique than other, other places. So you're going to a pub, you're going to a bar at night, but then to have you guys play, I mean really everybody just gets super into it. So did you guys have to learn that or did you already know that going into your gigs? Like that everybody's going to be all over you like responding, clapping along. I think we learned it from the Black Rose. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where we do our field research. Okay. <laughs> But Black Rose is probably our favorite place in the world. It's just um, either that or Mr. Where is Black Rose? Yeah, so Black Rose or Mr. Dooley's. They're both these um, Irish pubs in downtown Boston. Wow. And they're these um, two bands we love. One is called Debris, and the other one is called the McTaggarts. Okay. Um, and you know they're great Irish folk bands. And so I'd say we took a lot of uh, we took a lot of notes okay. uh, at, at their shows and learned how to engage the crowd. Awesome. And then in addition to to covering, do you guys have any original music? Brady is our songwriting wow. group. I think we got, what, six originals? Yeah, well, actually, no, I think we have, yeah, like, six or eight, I think. So yeah, we have, instrumentals. so we have two, uh, we have two albums that we've recorded, uh, and then each album has three originals with vocals on them, and then, and as well as an original instrumental, you know, like, like a jig or a polka or something like that. All right, and then I know you've written some other music, some non-Irish folk music. How is it different writing this type of music versus your traditional rock music? Oh, is it different? Oof. Um, I'd say storytelling is like a big part. Yeah, of that. That, yeah. that's kind of what gives an Irish folk song its its feel. I think folk in general, it's more about storytelling. Yeah, I th yeah, couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Awesome. So in addition to uh, to the other songs you cover and, and the songs you've written, Brady, you guys are putting out an album now. That's right. Yeah, we're um, our second album called Slancha and Friends uh, should be. Should be hitting Spotify in <laughs> awesome. November. Okay. Um, recording at Steve Smith's uh, Stuck in the Box studio. Yeah. Awesome. So, what was your first album? You had a first album. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> we called it uh, Slancha on the Rocks. Uh, we so we whenever actually this is interesting. Whenever we play, uh, whatever the lineup is for the certain show, we have a, a different name for the band, considering the, it, with consideration to what instruments are there. Yeah. So we don't usually get to do a whole lot of shows with drums. So when we have a show with drums, we call ourselves Slancha on the Rocks uh, that evening. Right, right. So we, you know, our first album, we actually got to do drums for it. So okay. hence the name. And now, does it, these albums have songs you cover too, in addition to your original, or is it just all original music? Yeah, it'll it'll usually be three or four originals, three or four Irish folk songs, and then a couple rock songs. Okay, covers. Um, cool. Pretty pretty representative of our of our usual set in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And what was it like recording the album at, at Steve's? Have you guys recorded before? I'm uh, guys Brady like, had that, that. That was I, my first recording experience. Yeah, I've recorded before. I've this was the first time with Steve. I've recorded in other studios, mm -hmm. um, 
but with Steve being a uh, member of the band, he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't charge it, which is great. So, uh, no, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a place in his basement, but I mean, uh, it's a, it is a top-notch uh, mm -hmm. studio. I mean, he really has all the best equipment you could possibly want. Um, and I mean, he's really, it really knows what he's doing and it's a good time. So how do you match the energy or, I mean, it must be different, obviously playing live versus, versus recording and mm -hmm. does that take any adjustment or you just kind of go in and play, play as well as you can? Playing sober is kind of a, kind of a weird <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I would say the biggest challenge for going into, into the studio is that we usually record on a click track um, to make sure that we always, we always stay on beat and we yeah. don't lose ourselves. Um, and that's good for a recording because it sounds cohesive and it sounds organized. Uh, obviously live, you kind of, you, we, we can really pick a song up in the middle of it, we feel like we want to give it a boost. Yeah. Um, or, you know, we slow it down certain places, we based wow. on how, you know, how, what the crowd is clapping with. Uh, so, you know, live, it's, you know, it's free and willing. It's a studio, that's probably the biggest adjustment. Okay, cool. All right, well, Slancha, thanks so much uh, for coming on the Tony Brands podcast. Love having you on. A pleasure. And you have any, uh, any shows coming up? Uh, yeah, we're at McBride's in uh, East Prov Providence. On the east side, east side of Providence. Yeah, Different yeah, yeah. from East Providence. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, yeah. So we're playing McBride's on the east side of Providence yeah. uh, once a month. Uh, Really until until the end of days. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's one of our favorite bars. You know, we um yeah. We, we, we love and we can there. follow your page on Facebook. That probably has the most up to date. Yep. We have Facebook and, and our website as well. Slanchasaband.com. Okay. So. All right. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Thanks thank so you. Much. So I caught up with Slancha member Steve Smith in his recording studio. Steve, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good, thanks. So this is the studio where Slancha recorded their album. It sure is. Yeah. Awesome. Right out there in the live room where they were playing for you earlier. Yep. Okay, cool. So to kind of take me through that process of how you how you started the studio first and then got to know these guys and joined the band. Yeah, well, it was just uh, just me and a small little mixer and a computer, you know, uh, recording whatever I wanted to. And, and it got bigger and my interest in it got, you know, a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, and uh, it's, you know, been built slowly, but it's probably been about five years and wow. now we're here. Okay. Um, and so I... Got hooked up with Slauncha and they asked me to record for them and I was happy to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how was it recording uh, an Irish folk band? Was there any nuances, things you needed to change to the recording style? There's some tough instruments. Yeah. The fiddle, the whistle, they're, they're you know tough to record because they're so bright. Mm -hmm. um, but they're good yeah. and the guys are all fantastic to work with. Yeah. Yeah. They're a good group. Yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, so now they record out there and then everything's mic'd up. Mm-hmm comes into here and then what are you kind of doing in here what's the what's the mixing process like in here's all the studio magic where I throw compression you know EQ uh, reverb make everything sound pretty and balanced like it mm -hmm. it should in a live show or yeah or a CD mm -hmm. you know that's what we're making here so does each different instrument uh, like would they ever play together or do they each have their own individual track I guess? so for the most part because there's so many guys involved mm -hmm. uh, scheduling is a difficult yeah. part so we did it one at a time all right uh, Brady started with all the acoustic tracks and the vocals, Okay. and then we got in each instrument as we could. So he'll play his guitar, that's one take, and then he'll sing over it, and then you just kind of keep adding different yep, tracks that's it, we keep stacking it and built it, and, and you know, they, they listen to what's been recorded, and that's how they yeah. play it. Awesome. And now is this something you studied outside of school? No, this has just been kind just of a hobby. Yeah, yeah. Yep, hobby. Awesome. Cool. All right. Any other any other projects going on in the studio that you're working on? Uh, right now I'm wrapping up an album of my own, right. uh, me, myself, and I. Okay. And which instrument do you play for uh, Slancha? Uh The electric guitar. Okay. Electric guitar. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, Steve. I appreciate you uh, showing us the studio today. Yeah, sure thing. Of course. Thanks. <laughs>